Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. If you're anything like me, you want a successful, abundant business, epic energy, a growth mindset, vibrant health, and beautiful relationships. And this podcast sets out to help us achieve all of that together. I've been in the entrepreneurship arena for almost a decade now and have mentored hundreds of other business owners. So I know what goes on behind the scenes and what it takes to succeed. This podcast shares the tips, tricks, learnings, and lessons I lean on in order to blend the different facets of my life as an entrepreneur, author, wife, and mama to two gorgeous little humans. Let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Lorraine Murphy Show. I am playing with a new episode format called Dear Lorraine. And these are coming from a shout out I did recently on Instagram talking about this very season and saying, yeah, just essentially asking people what their biggest challenges were right now in their lives. And these episodes are very much inspired by those responses. So in the spirit of growth, remembering that this is our growth season on the show, it's very difficult to grow when we've got some big blocks that are holding us back. So in these episodes, I'll be really unpacking each of those major blocks. And interesting, the most common blocks were all the responses that came through from my brilliant community. And yeah, really helping you if it's something that you're experiencing, maybe you have in the past year, maybe you will in future, really just setting you up almost as I would with a a one-on-one mentee to really work through the different steps that I would recommend as you navigate that particular block. So today's block that I want to focus on is how do I get unstuck? This came through in different ways of asking from a few different members of my community and yeah, these, these, this particular block of feeling stuck happens to all of us. It can happen to varying degrees and it can happen maybe in just one or two, maybe one area of our lives or many, many areas of our lives, or we can just feel completely stuck on every single level. And I think what's important to remember with this feeling of stuckness is to, and it's difficult to do this in the moment, but really to try see the opportunity in the stuckness because every time that I am stuck, I realize on the other side of that stuckness that there has been a really big upgrade in my life in some way, shape or form. And this is something that my kinesiologist Jackie reminds me of very, very often that every time I'm going through a tough patch and feeling that sense of like, I'm just stuck and nothing's working. She's just reminding me, you know, Lorraine, this is an opportunity for you to get a really big upgrade with, with this experience that you're having right now. So I think if we can try to embrace the feeling of stuckness and just see it for what it is, which is really giving us an opportunity to upgrade one or multiple areas of our lives. And we really, being stuck is necessary. It's not realistic to think that we might sail through our lives and everything, you know, that that I'm sure you've seen it at some point, that chart and it says, you know, what I thought success would look like and it's you know, the X, Y axis and then the line's just going steadily up, 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 up. And what I realized success is, and it's like the line is like up and it's down and it's backwards on itself and then it goes spikes up really high and spikes down really low. You know, so it really is unrealistic of us to expect that we will always cruise through life not feeling stuck. Feeling stuck is, is going to happen. And I think what's also helpful to remember is that life and businesses really do move in seasons. 
humans. I think that us humans tend to think that we are above nature, the laws of nature. And if you think about nature, there's four very distinct seasons. You know, there's spring where we plant seeds and we get ready for an abundant summer. Then we move into the summer season. Then we move into autumn, which is where we get to reap the rewards of everything that we planted back in spring. And then we have winter, which is where we hibernate. We go inwards and ready to to embark back into spring again. So I think it's really important to remind ourselves of that. It's not possible to be permanently in our summer or our autumn, that we do need to winter and we do need to spring and we need to see summer and we also need to, need to autumn. There was a brilliant book that I read a few years ago called Wintering. And it's a really beautiful book written by a British author. And she talks about how we've almost like lost the art of wintering. And she writes in this book about an experience she had of allowing herself to winter. Again, you know, going back to the seasons of nature where we do have periods where we do slow down, we do go inwards, we do hibernate. We do kind of look within and focus on on what is it that we need to work on and create in our lives before we then kind of launch ourselves back out into the world and, and do so. So I think if we could equate the feeling of being stuck with with our our own personal winter I think that would really alleviate a lot of the suffering and I shouldn't be in this situation feeling that we can get which it's kind of part and parcel I think of that stuckness and being stuck is something that I have experienced a lot I would say that I was pretty solidly stuck for the two years I'd say Yeah, from early 2018 to mid 2020. So I'd say two and a half years, I felt quite stuck. And just remembering, you know, we can be high functioning stuck. I was running my business. I was writing a book. I probably wrote, I published a book and I wrote another one in that time. We can be parenting. We can be wifing, partnering, daughtering. We can be doing the exercise, but we just have that kind of niggly sense of, okay, I'm just not quite where I want to be. Things aren't fully in alignment. And and I really do look back at that period of two and a half years and I wish that I had given myself the grace and the space to actually allow myself to winter fully because I actually think if I had have done that, given myself the chance to slow down, to rest, to heal whatever needed to be healed. And if I had given myself that, as I said, the grace and also the space that I would have actually moved through that winter a lot faster than I did. I really <laughs> went kicking and screaming through that winter. And as a result, I extended it significantly for myself. So I would really say to you that if you are in a period of feeling just a bit, nah, bit stuck, things aren't moving forward, is if you are at all in a position to, is to give yourself the space and that grace to really drop in and use it as an opportunity for some self-examination and see what is coming up for you and and what is maybe some of the deeper work that you have the opportunity now to do to, to start to move into your version of spring. So just thinking, you know, that that was my longest period being stuck over that two and a half years. The last time I was stuck was probably yeah, over the last three months, I would say I was feeling pretty stuck up until probably two, three weeks ago. And it might sound strange because obviously we've moved to Spain and there's so much expansion and travel and all the things. But that huge change, that absolute total change in most elements of my life, other than the three people who came with me, was really, really, really destabilizing. And ironically, it actually made me feel very stuck. I felt like I wasn't fully in myself. Again, highly functioning, doing great travel and getting to do the brilliant work that I get to do with my brilliant mentees and Bold Darling group. But just me and myself, there was something that was just felt stuck, just felt stuck. 
And what I want to take you through as part of this episode is to take you through the steps that I take myself when I realize that I'm in that stuck phase. And they're also the steps that I will guide many, I've guided many a mentee through as well. So the first thing to focus on when you are in that stuck feeling is to get some rest. Lack of sleep and exhaustion makes everything harder. And trying to allow yourself to winter and plant seeds for a spring and getting ready for summer, it's very, very difficult to do if you're going into that exhausted. So please do get some rest. Maybe it's for me, you know, a huge part of me kind of getting on stock and feeling really myself and a really energized, vibrant version of myself over the last few weeks has been sorting out my sleep and uh, because that has been a real challenge. I'm obviously up early to work uh, three to four mornings a week and I just haven't been going to bed early enough. And I think part of that also has been that Lexi decided when the time zone changed that she just didn't want to go to bed at 7 p.m. anymore. So she was going to bed at like, oh gosh, half eight, nine, nine thirty. A couple of nights we actually went to bed because Lexi still wasn't in bed, was in bed, but wasn't asleep. So that was a real challenge because then you finally get the kids down to bed and you don't want to just go to bed yourself. You want to actually feel like you've had an evening and had some time to yourself and, you know, so I've had time with Wade. So Wade and I made a very big commitment three weeks ago just to get to bed. So 9 p.m. is our bedtime, which is really hard because it's still beautiful and sunny outside in, in Spain. We feel like, I don't know if you remember when you were a kid, and your parents put you to bed, but you could still hear other kids outside playing. And in Ireland, that's so tough because it doesn't get dark till 10 p.m. in Ireland to get really, really long summer nights. And I just remember being put to bed and I could hear all the other kids on the street playing and just feeling like this is shit. And you're kind of like peeping out the cur- through the curtains, looking at the kids playing. It feels like that. But that has made such a huge difference. So my aim is to be in our bedroom between 9 and 9.15 and winding down and then lights off and asleep by 10. And I cannot tell you the difference that has made to every single element of my my life and business. So really think about if you are in that space of feeling stuck is to get some rest. If it's sleep, like it was for me, it was sleep. For you, maybe it might be a retreat, having some time away to get some reset time. Obviously, if you are interested, I'm hosting a retreat in Bali in October. So sometimes we really need that, that deep almost like that pattern interrupt to have that retreat time just to kind of connect back in with ourselves and have that really deep rest. So really getting that rest does two things. One, it helps you feel that the world isn't completely caving in around your ears, which is how it can feel when we're really, really exhausted. But the second thing is that it's going to enable you to have the energy to turn things around and get yourself out of this inner rot feeling that you have right now. The second thing that I advise you to do if you're in this space of feeling stuck is to do a clear out. So I'm not saying take on a full deep declutter of your entire house and business and office and car and everything. Just tackle a couple of small areas initially. Just clear some space. Maybe it's a corner of the kitchen bench that just drives you absolutely crazy that needs to be cleared. Maybe it's taking the car to get washed. Maybe it is tidying up your desk area. Just a couple of small spaces that sends a message that, okay, things are changing now. I think it's a really beautiful thing to do if we're trying to change our internal landscape is to first change our external landscape. And that's very simple, just doing some simple tidying up and and clearing of, of, of very small spaces. You may find that you get on a roll and you tackle more than you thought you would, but either way, just creating those small changes will make a huge difference. And the reason we want to do that is it clears physical space and physical 
clutter equals mental clutter. But the second thing it also does is it creates space for new things to drop in. So whether that's new perspectives, new ideas, new ways of doing things, new energy, it's just creating energetic space for new things to drop in. I'm very, very big on that. So what is it that you can clear out that you can declutter? Again, as I said, just taking baby, baby steps here to enable you to start to feel that sense of, okay, there's a fresh breeze moving through my life and I'm here for it. I think there's a reason that for many, many years, it was such an annual ritual was to have the spring clean. It's very symbolic. Okay, we're clearing out after our winter. We're getting ready for spring and all the beautiful things that are going to come with that. So giving yourself a mini spring clean, even if where you are, it's the middle of winter. And again, small, small manageable steps. Yeah. The third thing that I suggest you do as well to get out of being stuck is to focus on just one thing, whether it's an area of your life, an area of your business, an area of your career that you can control. When we are feeling stuck, a lot can feel out of our control. We can feel that we're kind of strapped into the backseat of a car and we don't even know who's driving anymore. We've, we've veered so far from what our truth is and our alignment is. So I would really suggest that you take one thing that you can focus on and it might be something to do with your health. It might be something like your sleep, like I shared with, with my experience recently. It might be your food. It might be clearing your inbox every day. What is the area of your life that you can recommit to and just focus on that area and following through, you know, backing yourself on that commitment that you've made to yourself on that one. I know for me back in April, we were, oh, was it March? It was, yeah, April. It was a couple of months into the move to Spain. I was just getting over that horrific flu that we all had. And yeah, just felt really, really low on myself and physically very tired. So something I decided that I could focus on was my exercise. I hadn't found any exercise groove in Spain until that point. So I joined a gym, I found a PT there, and I committed to working out with him twice a week. And that was one thing that while everything else, you know, the bureaucracy and <laughs> the paperwork and the figuring out houses and schools and all the things, while all that felt really out of control, my exercise and those two hours that I was committing to each week to exercise with my PT was something that I really did focus on and make, make it happen. And that was very interesting for me because it has taught me so much about just showing up, you know, even when things feel hard, just showing up. It has taught me strength. It has taught me discipline. It's made me really believe what I am capable of. You know, John, my PT, when he ups the weights and, and he's like, okay, just warning you, this is heavy. And I go to push it or pull it. And I go, holy shit, like I cannot move this. This is too, I can't move it, John. And he goes, okay. And he'll like use like a tiny little bit of force just to help me get started. And then all of a sudden I'm lifting these weights that I never thought that I could lift before. So it has really taught me what I'm capable of as well, because I just do strength training with him. We don't do any cardio, thankfully. And then it's been an interesting one then, because now I'm what, three months down the line of working with him and I can see such a huge change in my body. I can feel such a huge change. And it has created this positive feedback loop because now I'm experiencing all these benefits, like very tangible benefits that I want to keep going. Like I'm very motivated now to keep going. But that one area, the PT, 
And I would say this to Wade, I would just say, you know, this all feels so hard. I feel the only, I would say to him, there's only two areas that I feel are working in my life right now. One is my PT and number two is Lexi's school because she's just obsessed with her new school. And, you know, and then gradually that that positive feedback loop was something that I could extend to other things. So, okay, I know that I can go to bed early because I know that I can show up and do the PT that I'm doing and I can be disciplined. So focusing on just one thing, enables us to build that positive feedback loop and that positive feedback loop then if you can almost visualize it expands out to encompass other areas of your life and what I will say to you is that I think we get very caught up in being being motivated and I think what's more important is that we are disciplined that we don't just wait for that magical sprinkle of motivation to to get sprinkled on our head we actually focus instead of being disciplined you're showing up doing the PT sessions even if I hadn't slept very well the night before or even if I had a shitload of work to do on my to-do list waiting back at home even if I still still committed and made those sessions happen so think about for you what is one area of your life that you could focus on and you could create some some real momentum around and some growth around and some control around and show up for that on a consistent basis in order to create that beautiful positive feedback loop for yourself. The fourth thing then that I suggest you do is to gradually, and I really want to say gradually because the last thing you want to do is go and create 70 different new habits and then you just get yourself overwhelmed and panicked and you get yourself stuck again because you feel like you can't maintain all these amazing commitments that you made to yourself. So really creating new habits, trying to find some new flow in your life and just really basic ones. I mean, this is so embarrassing, but things that have been really, really helping myself and Wade over these last few weeks while we have really done a great job of getting ourselves on stock on, on many different levels in our lives together. Something that's been really helping is just creating some really simple systems at home. And we've always run quite a systemized home, but moving to Spain, having a very different working hours, very different routine, and then moving house again. So we just, we've just been in this house a month as I'm recording this episode. You know, moving again, then kind of threw up all the routines that we had created. It's kind of thrown them all up in the air again. So there's some really simple routines that we are creating that is enabling us to feel that positive feedback loop every day. Really simple one, right, is laundry. So we aim to put a load of laundry on because we're kids are swimming like... <laughs> Three times a day at the moment, we're swimming probably at least once a day at myself and Wade. Really simple thing is just putting laundry on at dinner time. So we put laundry on at dinner, which means then that that is ready to be put out. It's kind of around the kids' bath time. Once they're in bed, the laundry is ready to put out. So we put that out on the rooftop and then... Next morning, then we bring the clothes in. So it's so good. Drying clothes on a Spanish rooftop. Holy crap, because we've got this amazing, we're right next to this beautiful mountain range. So we get this gorgeous mountain breeze and then this incredible sun. So our clothes are dry like overnight. It's awesome. So yeah, bringing them down, folding them, putting them away. So just little routines like our laundry routine has really made a brilliant difference. And I know that sounds batshit crazy, but it's those little controllables, you know, controlling the controllables that you can creating those positive feedback loops will build you up almost like your 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 self-belief and your self-confidence in yourself that you can be consistent you can turn things around and and you can create positive change in your life so the next thing to focus on then on our kind of getting unstuck journey is to you know start to plan start to create i think when we're stuck we can feel very clear on all the things that we don't want to have in our lives and instead, what's a lot more, you know, asking yourself much more quality questions is, well, what do you want in your life? What do you want in your business? Where is this feeling of stockness coming from? 
And a really simple thing that I would suggest you do, it's such a great exercise to do, is to draw a line down a page. On the right-hand side, write what you want more of in your life or business. And on the left-hand side, write what you want less of. Because that will really help you, of course, identify everything you want to move away from. But it'll also help you to get clear on what is it you do want. And it's very hard to manifest the new and, and welcoming change, you know, positive growth and change in our lives and businesses if we don't actually know what we're first aiming towards. Step one in manifestation is being clear on what exactly it is we want to bring in to our worlds. So starting to think at this point, you know, hopefully by now, if you follow these steps, you're you're getting your rest, you've had your rest. You've done some low-key clear-outs to help you feel that sense of space and, and energetic space coming back. You focus on one thing, one area of your life. Even as I said, if it's the laundry, focus on that. The fourth thing then is to start thinking about what are those new habits, those new flows that you can create. They can be at home, they can be in business. It could be, for example, I'm in a beautiful flow at the moment of clearing my inbox every Friday. So that's a really nice flow for me because it means I head into the weekend and my inbox is clear. I've gotten back to everyone. There's kind of no, no emails hanging over my head or no one kind of sitting with an open loop waiting for me to get back to them. So think about what are the new habits and systems that you could create both at home and, and at work. And then, as I said, by then you should be feeling a sense of starting to feel more energized, starting to feel clearer, starting to build more self-belief and self-confidence in your ability to do things so that you can really start to create a plan about where you do want to get to. So thinking about, as I said, it could be as simple as drawing a line down the page, what you want less of, what you want more of in your life and or business. And, and if you want to, getting into more, more complex and comprehensive goals, if you want to at that point. Something else you might want to think about, you know, hopefully by now you're feeling a lot stronger in yourself, is to create a list of, you know, what is everything that I want to just sort out in my life? I'm calling it a cleanup I'm on at the moment, just tidying up. There's a lot of kind of admin overhang still from Sydney. There's just a few different things that I want to clean up, like this office as I'm recording in it here. I've got quite a spacious office just looking out onto the garden in our new house, but there's still some bits and pieces, office equipment and stuff to be unpacked in the corner. Just waiting for our rugs to arrive at the moment. I want to create my nice backdrop for my Zoom. So I've got a list of things that are part of my cleanup at the moment that I'm gradually working towards or working through. So just think about for you, you know, whether it is looking at your goals or it's just simply looking at what you want more of or less of, or if it's creating a list, you know, what's on my brain list, what's my own personal version of a cleanup. Just thinking about that and, and starting to tick through it just one item at a time. And remember, we don't just go back to square one and stop resting and, and undo all that great work that we've done. They then become the bedrocks that everything else builds off. And, and I can tell you just three weeks into making simple lifestyle changes, like going to bed fucking earlier, like it's not rocket science, Lorraine, seriously, but it has absolutely changed my world. My goals are fast-tracked. I'm feeling so much more energized. I'm so much more patient and calm with you know, the kids and Wade. It's been life-changing. So please don't underestimate the power of just making small changes and building up from there. So that is what I wanted to share as part of my Dear Lorraine episode on getting unstuck. Coming up over the next few weeks, I will be sharing more episodes. For example, other challenges that people shared with me is how to be motivated, how to get motivated. So I'll definitely be tackling that one for sure. And other things that people said were, you know, how to get over the fear or the anxiety of taking a risk on yourself and also how to 
have a reset, you know, how to actually create a bit of a reset. So I'd really love to speak to that one as well, you know, coming into springtime in Australia, especially because I know a lot of listeners are down under. Also how to get momentum and how to navigate things when when progress is feeling slow. So lots more in these Dear Lorraine episodes. They're really, really fun to do because I just, yeah, put my mentoring hat on. It's great. So thank you so much for listening. I really hope that, you know, if you are in a season right now, if, if you're in your own winter right now, that you have got some tips here on what you can do to start to surrender into that winter, but also find your way towards spring as well at a time that feels feels right and appropriate for you. And just remember, you know, if you're not feeling stuck right now, just celebrate that, you know, enjoy being in the spring, the summer or the autumn that you're in right now. And just remember that you do have this episode in your back pocket if you do ever need to come back to it and revisit it in future. So sending all my love. I'll be back again next week with another episode. Please do remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever have to miss an episode. I am always keen to hear your thoughts, questions and requests for future topics on what I share here on the show. So please do reach out via my website, lorrainemurphy.com.au or connect with me on Instagram at lorrainemurphymentor. I would also love if you could rate and review the podcast as it helps even more brilliant listeners like you find the show. Thank you so much again for listening this week. Bye.